Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chaudhary. I can't wait to jump into today's podcast episode. Episode number 159, we have a special guest, Andrew Jones. So in this episode, we'll discuss with Andrew the topic of transition your business to people-focused. So don't forget to subscribe, leave your review on the podcast. Let's dive in. Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for joining me this call. I know like you have a busy schedule and coming to this show for my audiences. I really appreciate So coming to the point of today's topic, we'll be discussing how business can focus on a people rather than everything else. The people is the most important part for a business. So before we get to that topic, I'd love to know more about yourself. Like how did you and of being an entrepreneur yourself, your story. Yeah, so my experience really, the last sort of 15 years is since I left school, I went sort of more or less straight into a leadership role in basically in retail that was, and very quickly rose up the ranks within a matter of months. And from there, I sort of started to learn about leadership and interacting with people and how we can influence people in different ways and how people are, Mm-hmm. react differently to to different leadership styles and techniques but from there i went into into the private sector into construction as a, as a building surveyor so that's what i qualified as <clears throat> and then into actually ended up in government for a while working right. in the in the public sector before i got into having my own cafe and uh, yeah so my auntie she fell ill and i ended up she offered me the the reins as such gate and basically that's how i got into hospitality and and certainly that's my background now we i'm focusing really on hospitality leadership but the joys with with leadership skills is and or certainly the knowledge and the approach to leadership is it's not specific to hospitality it's relevant to every single industry which is which is the joy of working as as almost as a leadership specialist so but yeah anyway so we about a year ago we sold the cafe and then um from there i thought well how can we start helping people we were looking at a different location i saw how can we start helping people in the industry start to think differently about how they run their business how they approach their people and really it was that's where the podcast starts so i've got a podcast called the cafe hustle which is focusing very much on hospitality businesses um and very much there's a leadership theme to that as well because personally i believe in in the power of leadership so anyway yeah that started as just having conversations trying to share stories with people and that is now that was my full-time job now is is talking on the podcast with people and we've got coaching uh, in the background yeah. of that and one-to-one group coaching online courses etc so but yeah but it's really all about how we can help the people who specifically are in hospitality at the minute and how we can help them lead their people better yeah that's great that's a great journey you had so over the last few years like the experience you had working and building your businesses like you seeing like people come first when you're trying to build a business or building it like a big organization so how do you define like uh, how people come first like we always like tend to focus on like a product or the services we're trying to make the better and also focusing on like a system in place but with coming to the today's topic we're going to focusing on like people so how do you come up with like a people first how do you put them first 
Yeah. I think really it all starts with our purpose and really i know we we hear a lot of people talking about mission vision and values and yeah. i generally tend to flip that on the head because what that does by saying it in those that order is that our mission comes first and really i'm of the philosophy actually our mission is driven by our values so we as businesses whether you're a, an individual like i am now at the minute with our business yeah. or whether you are have a business of 500 people you need to have a solid values mission and vision and that's how i start it off it always starts off with values so that we can not only just have a list of words that embody what we do as an organization but it actually extends further than that and gives examples of of what it what that means to embody those those values and then obviously that supports your mission and your your vision and your purpose your overall purpose for yeah. a business now when it comes to thinking about our people and certainly from a hospitality standpoint our people are the interaction with our customers and yeah. our customers are what are obviously we need the repeat business we need them to keep coming back but by extension that actually extends into everything that we do in any business so if you've got a product, for example, if you're able to put your people first, empower your people and get them working as best they can on either developing the product or the sales side, again, every business is a people business. Yeah. Generally. I know there's some that I know there's some that aren't, but the happier that your people are, that then reflects in the interactions, wherever that is, with your customers. And really it's all about aligning your people with your purpose and letting them see where they fit into that greater purpose that that we have as an organization yeah definitely like i've been in the industry for eight years in the hospitality i worked in a restaurant i owned my own takeaway around the three and a half years and yeah like a customer base like if you are doing a service based like it may not doing it like every day but with restaurant and cafe they probably come two three times in a week and you see those same people and you interacting so often like you become your best friends because the services you provided and the communication you had so yeah like people centric and also like uh, when you work in the hospitality like you have to interact with the staff more if you're working in a kitchen or like even the making a cafe like you always want a teammates and the people come first because all the time interaction is happening where compared to like if you work in a call center, you're talking to the people at the same time, but with your teammates, it's not that often, probably in the break, you're gonna see them in the office you're working. So yeah, what core thing like you see, like having them kind of relationship build with your customer or your clients, how do you build a kind of relationship where they can be loyal with your brand or like stay with you for a longer term? I think, in terms of building that relationship, what, what we've got to remember is we're not, so certainly taking the coffee industry yeah. or coffee shop industry as an example, we aren't selling great coffee. Mm. We're not selling great cakes or whatever food product you have in the background. And this, this example will extend to any industry. We're selling the experience that people have. Now, <clears throat> when we talk about brand, yeah, I define brand as the feeling that people get when they think about your 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 business whether that's an interaction with an advert whether it's an interaction in person with your people whether it's just sitting down in your coffee shop or 
in your business, mm. your brand has to come through in that experience. If you're interacting on in digital media, whether it's on social media or, you know, some other element of digital interaction, your brand has to come through. And that experience that you're selling yeah. has to really re be reflected in that brand. And it's, it's a different, even if you're selling a product, it's as an Amazon seller. So say, for example, you sell drills. We're not selling drills. We're selling holes in wood and it's trying to think of it in that way. So think beyond the product, not just right. thinking, oh, we've got to make this product as great as it can be. Like certainly with our staff, it was all about how can we maximize that experience? How can we make that person's day, not only by giving them the best quality coffee, the best foamed milk in that coffee, we think beyond that. And this is where, when you start to do that with your people, they then start to see the business differently. They start to see it from the customer's eyes, which is really quite important when it comes to getting people who are working for you, who are able to vision what the customer sees, the product then improves beyond and the service improves beyond what even your training and your, your intention really is. So coming back to your question, how do we get that loyalty? It all comes down to that experience and making sure that that experience that, that customer has is the best that it could possibly be and empowering your yeah. staff to get to take it to that level. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that really actually works out. Like I, I seen that in my organization when I was running here, like it's similar way you just said, it's just to bring, you have to like put them in the first place. On the same time, like I see like a lot of problem happens in our hospitality business, either either a restaurant or like a cafe you're running. There are a lot of negative customers there. Like you can't really actually make everyone happy. They to criticize yeah. and everything. So how do someone like I can go about like keep them happy as well without like ruining your brand or reputation? Because right now they can go on social media, post one negative review, and that actually hurts your business really well because everyone checks out before they go to the cafe, go to the restaurant, they're gonna see the review about the company or customer. So obviously 88% of them customers are loyal and they're loving your brand and everything. But 12% of them probably have the kind of hate and people actually tend to see that rather than all of 88% of the time. Absolutely. So how, how do you manage that kind of negativity when it comes to like online abuse or like hate or some certain customers, like they have a genuine reason, like probably they didn't get the best service, didn't get the best food. So how do you go about that? So I take my inspiration, it's going to sound really strange, but you look at what Disney does. And, and the experience that they provide it's and like for most families if they're heading to florida for to, to visit disney it's a yeah. once in a lifetime experience and disney are acutely aware that that is the case now don't get me wrong they're dealing with huge sums of money beyond yeah. what a customer of a, of a coffee shop would spend so but then when if you look at the the lifetime value of a customer then it may not actually be too too far off you know over the life of of that because anyway where i'm coming from with disney is they empower their staff to make the guests experience even if it's a negative one yeah right so for example i remember listening to an interview and they were talking about their staff have the ability to spend up to a thousand pounds per customer or a thousand dollars it was per customer 
to make the experience right. So what the example I heard was if their dress, if a, if a, if a girl's dress was, she fell over and got covered with mud, any of the employees of that in of that business of Disney have the power to go and get a replacement dress for that child. Mm. Now there's controls and that in place over a thousand pounds. They can spend more if they need to. It's like, and again, another example, if a camera is in the hotel room and it goes missing, they'll replace it free of charge because they think of it from an experiential point of view. And coming right. back to your question, it's the same with, People come into our coffee shop, certainly, and we don't know their background. We don't know what they've been through that day. We don't know what trouble they've been through. And we need to make sure that our staff or our team members, they think in that way as well. So they're coming from their interaction. It's almost about having that empathy with that person, understand that they may not have it might not be that they're just an unhappy person. They might have something else going on. And certainly in our coffee shop, we gave the power for our team members to either even give one coffee away free. You know, it's, don't get me wrong. We had a limit of 15 pounds. You know, if there was something wrong with someone's order, empowering your staff like that and giving them the the responsibility to deal with customers like that, it does... It, it, like I say, it empowers them. They trust you as a leader more because you're putting the yeah. trust in them. They then grow as a person, but more importantly, they're the people that are dealing with these people face to face. So they are then impact. They're in power to then make that person's day better. Now that only cuts off some of the source. Granted, I know you're talking about the online element. And there is a lot of people that will come into our coffee shops or whatever business it is, have a bad experience, and then we'll go on Facebook and and, and spout about what their experience was. Now, my approach was always that we we have to meet this head on. I know a lot of people talk about backing off from the negativity and certainly from my point of view i knew that we had our systems in place we had the the ways of dealing with these issues as they arise so we couldn't do any more than we have done yes there might be issues with that i wasn't aware of in terms of service and it's all about again how can we make their experience they've left our business they've gone online how can we then make their experience better in one way or another very often I would try and meet them with some element of compensation. And yes, these, it's not necessarily only about dealing with that customer, but it's that visibility of how we as a business deal with our customers full stop. So there's countless examples of people who will, yes, they'll have a, they've had a bad review, but then the business then comes back with more negativity. And then there's a back and forth of, some sort of argument and as a customer you look at that and you go well this is their interaction with a customer so really it's you have to take these on the chin generally and Mm. the majority of them are genuine from that person's perspective yes there's an element of some that are malicious and they're just trying to get something out of the business and that is that happens and we have to it's like my we had an example of that in our coffee shop and knowing that actually really it wasn't our fault and but we still did it anyway we still went that extra mile and 
it's, I know it's a, a long way around to the answer to your question, but it is you have to meet it like it on face value that it is a genuine complaint. And doing that, your reputation in terms of your customer interaction grows because other people see that. They see how yeah. you deal with, your, with the people who aren't actually completely happy with what you do. Yeah, totally agree. And sometimes like you have to leave a uh, post or like a review and reply to them like a saying like a, we can make it better or like apologize. So that would be like a great way to move as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nothing worse. And, and I speak to business owners about this all the time. There's nothing yeah. worse than ignoring it and that this thing yeah. falls into empty space because really that person who's complaining is actually after they want to connect with you although not face to face because they would have done it in the shop they're looking for a connection a response and if they don't get it there's every chance that that will reoccur and again other people see that they want they're they're doing that for some sort of element of connection and it's our job as business owners or business Mm -hmm. operators to serve that and to serve it in the right way yeah totally yeah so like customer I can put on the first pedestal of our conversation, then come like a second layer of people, which is like our employees. So running a coffee shop or restaurant, like you need a lot of employees, team manager, a lot so on. So how do we have like a better relationship with them? So our value, core value of the commission of the brand and everything aligns with it, stay, stay happy and give like the best service possible to our guests, like as a customer. So, in terms of our as leaders, as our our interaction with our our teams is is really important. And I think a lot of times that in any business, in any industry, that really falls short of what people expect. And we have to remember that disappointment is the gap between expectation and reality. But mm. so it's our job as leaders to increase the level of the reality to be closer to their expectations. The first thing I tell people is, and it's the easiest thing to do is one, spend more time with your teams, be there with them, serve with them, get in to doing some of the job that they're doing. So you want have more of an appreciation of their position. But the most important thing is to actually ask them, what do they need? What do they need to do their jobs or what? Do they need to to make their life easier? And what that does is that one, they feel like they're they've got a voice and they they're being heard, yeah. and that only comes when they actually you actually do something. There's there's so many leaders that will they're all um, they talk about everything that they do, but never action never really follows, and that's where really when I'm coaching people, that's really the the crux of what we have to do is that action side. And like I say, this is an easy first step to ask people what they need. And as soon as you're, as soon as you start to act on that information you have, which is really valuable, these are your frontline people. These are delivering that service. They're delivering your product. You have access to really valuable information there. And it's your job to, to act on, on some of it. Mm -hmm. We can't be expected to give them everything they want because we've got to, there's a commercial element that we've got to balance. Yeah. And that is, it is difficult to balance that. But I'm again of the philosophy that with our people and if the people are performing at the highest standard and they're fully engaged, 
that the profits will then follow because you know you get more people will keep coming back they may have come to your coffee shop three times a week they start coming five times a week because the experience is so much better than the coffee shop down the road or you know even i don't know restaurants now they're very high up on with a coffee game and this is the way we've got to think is certainly hospitality it is we'll never get away from face-to-face interaction i know i was speaking at an event three weeks ago and there was this mobile digital waiter it was like basically a a stack of trays carries trays on wheels and i remember speaking to someone actually this isn't what our business is about our industry really is about that interaction between people and I, i keep coming back to our people are the core of what we do and and by talking to them and listening to what they need in the first instance implementing some of their ideas giving them the new milk picture jugs that they need that they haven't got at the minute even just doing that is a big step you're following through on what you say you're going to deliver they can then start seeing you in a different light they see you as part of their team You've been yeah. down there, you've served a few drinks with them. And it's all, essentially, it's all about building that connection. And this is what this is starting to do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for like sharing those. So yeah, and you're coming to end of this podcast. It's been a great having a conversation with you on the topic. So those who's listening, if anyone wants to know more about you, your work or your business, where is the best place to find you? So primarily is instagram so it's at the cafe hustle podcast and that's really the main main place that we are like certainly publish our content there certainly reach out to me on linkedin as well i'm on there as andy jones and or the cafe hustle you'll find on linkedin as well and i'm also on facebook and uh instagram uh sorry twitter so if you just search for the cafe hustle you'll find us there and we've also got a website hopefully launching in the next couple of weeks that's the cafehustle.com and yeah like i say if anyone has any questions about what we've spoken about today and feel free to email me at andy at the cafehustle.com and uh, yeah i'll just love to connect and talk about leadership and the possibilities that we can do with putting yeah. our people first yeah, thank you so much for that. So I wish you best of luck with your business and your career as well. And thanks for your coming today. Yeah, thank you for the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode, everyone. So those who are listening, if anyone is interested to learn more about Andy, go check him out on his podcast as well. And yeah, visit his social media platforms. Until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.